Our scripture text today comes to us from Genesis chapter 9, beginning at verse 8. Then God said to Noah and his sons with him, As for me, I am establishing my covenant with you and your descendants after you, and with every living creature that is with you, the birds, the domestic animals, and every animal of the earth with you, as many as came out of the ark. I establish my covenant with you that never again shall all flesh be cut off by the waters of a flood, and never again shall there be a flood to destroy the earth. God said, this is the sign of the covenant that I make between me and you and every living creature that is with you for all future generations. I have set my bow in the clouds, and it shall be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. When I bring clouds over the earth and the bow is seen in the clouds, I will remember my covenant that is between me and you and every living creature of all flesh. And the waters shall never again become a flood to destroy all flesh. When the bow is in the clouds, I will see it. And remember the everlasting covenant between God and every living creature of all flesh that is on the earth. God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant that I have established between me and all flesh that is on the earth. The word of the Lord. Let us pray. By the power of your Holy Spirit, O God, help us to hear this not as an ancient story, but as the ongoing drama in your love and in your covenant with all flesh of all earth, including us. In the name of Christ we pray, amen. We don't make it beyond the sixth chapter of Genesis before God has despaired of human potential. In Genesis 6 we read, the Lord saw that the wickedness of humankind was great in the earth, and the Lord was sorry that he made humankind. And he said to Noah, I have determined to make an end to all flesh, for the earth is filled with violence because of them. Make yourself an ark. Just the last two days, In the New York Times, I read about nine members of a Mormon family who were murdered in Mexico, six children, three women. Eight people were stabbed to death at an archaeological site in Jerusalem. Thirteen were blown apart at the border between Syria and Turkey. Fifteen were shot to death at a checkpoint in Thailand. 37 were gunned down and 60 were wounded at a Canadian mine in Burkina Faso. And in Maryland, a man was stabbed because he cut the line at a Popeye's. And what about all of the thousands who were murdered or raped or physically abused in the last two days whose stories are never going to make it into the New York Times? 
for the earth was filled with violence. We have not made that much progress since Genesis 6. But even if all of this still seems somewhat distant to you, what about all the violence you have witnessed to the heart and soul that was done just with words? When we were children, we were taught to say, sticks and stones can hurt my bones, but words can never harm me. What a crock. The worst hurts in life come from words. No one ever gets over hearing you're not the smart one. I have never loved you. Or you don't belong here. You hear those words, you, you can never unhear them. Oh, we try to push them down into the basement of our lives, but, but the judgment just keeps seeping its way up through the floorboards of the soul. Eventually, we get so weary of the violence done with even words, or the literal street violence that is around us, that we just as soon have God go ahead and rain down a flood of judgment on the whole mess here. But according to our text today, God tried that once. And it was so horrible. He made a covenant that he, God would never do that again. God said to Noah, I make this covenant with you and your descendants. Never again shall all flesh be cut off by the floods. And then God hung up the bow. The rainbow in the sky is not just a sentimental reassurance that after a storm things are going to get better. No, it is a symbol of God's determination, God's covenant, God telling all flesh for all generations, I will never use my weapons against my creatures again. Now let's be careful about what this does not say. It doesn't say that there aren't still going to be times when you face a flood of adversity. It doesn't say that humans will stop tearing each other apart. It's just saying God is not the one trying to hurt you. God has hung up the bow. Periodically, you can even look up in the sky and see it. When we were children, we loved the story of Noah and the ark, or at least I did. And that's because the story was told from the perspective of those who survived the flood. I, I, I can still see my children's Bible, Edgar Meyer's children's Bible, and it had this beautiful drawing of all these animals making their way neat and orderly, very Presbyterian-like, <laughs> two by two, up into the ark. But when we got older, we began to have our doubts about the mythology of this story, and grave doubts about what it would say to a god that would destroy all of these sinners. 
This story was written by people who were tempted to believe that God will punish the wicked and preserve the righteous, no matter how few they are. But somewhere between Genesis 6 and Genesis 9, as they worked out the theology of this, they discovered that even if that happened, even God would be horrified by it. So they depict God hanging up the bow for all generations. When your loved one dies, when your dreams crash upon the rocks, when you find that you are drowning in a place that does not affirm you, it's not because God is mad at you. And when you are fed up with this world that is going to hell, you can't just look for a spiritual ark, a little place of protection for you and the few who are like you, a little sanctuary for yourself. And if God has hung up the bow, we who are made in God's image dare not pull it down from the sky and use it against each other. Will the government or institutions or the seminary hurt you? Yes, it will. And will you be tempted to respond by hurting back? Of course you'll be tempted to do that. But if you engage in that, do not kid yourself that this is a holy or righteous war. According to Genesis 9, God is done with that whole concept. The notion of the holy war reappears in Scripture. It certainly reappears over and over again in history. But periodically, creation puts the rainbow back up into the sky just to remind us that all of this violence is not God's idea. When those who are in conflict come together face to face without weapons or social media posts, they can together find a life that looks much more like the life together Christ was dying to give us. Jesus had no weapons. But he gave his life to those who hated him. And the community that Christ creates, Christian community, there will always be arguments and conflict. There always have been, there always will be. But let us remember that these are family arguments. And the Christ who brought us together, the Christ who keeps us together, that Savior among us, who gives us back again to each other, that Savior 
has no weapons. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.